This is the Become a Media Maven podcast. I am your host, Christina Nicholson, the owner of Media Maven and the founder of Podcast Cloud. Today, I'm going to tell you the worst parts of being a business owner. This isn't a Debbie Downer episode, but next week, I'm going to tell you the best parts. So today, I'm going to start off with the negative, the worst parts, because it's not all sunshine and rainbows. And I think there's a lot about being a business owner that a solopreneur or a freelancer doesn't understand if they don't have a team. And there are also parts that a solopreneur and a freelancer definitely understands, especially this first point I'm going to make, and that is chasing people for money. So this is something my team does not have to do because this falls under my responsibilities. But even if you have a contract with somebody, even if they give you their credit card information for automatic payment, sometimes you still got to chase them for money. And hey, listen, sometimes it's completely innocent. Maybe their card expired. Maybe they don't want to do an automatic payment because there are some trust issues, not with you, but just in general with automatic payments. So you have to remind them, you know, hey, you got to pay your bill. Um, But then sometimes it can get shady. I had a client who, if you listened to my episode a couple of weeks ago, I talked about automatic nose to becoming a client. I had a client who fell under um, a few of those, a few of those red flags. They wanted guarantees. They had unrealistic goals. Their budget was changing after we signed them on, and we, we, you know, we're flexible and we worked with them. Tons of red flags. Let me tell you how I had to chase this client for money every month. They had. Um, a contract. They had a credit card on file for automatic payments. But ironically, always a couple of days before it was time for that payment to be withdrawn, they would email with a problem. They were unhappy about something. And every time it was the most, I mean, it was unbelievable. Some of the reasons they would be unhappy right before they were due to pay their bill. One time, they got a media hit and they were not happy with it because this was a popular blog um, in a certain area and they were unhappy with it because they thought the blogger, and I quote, looked like a blonde witch. They didn't like the appearance of the blogger that gave them the media hit. So this just goes to show you how they were grasping for straws to find something to complain about right before their payment was due. And then I would get an email every day their payment was due that it was declined. I would reach out to them and then they wanted to get on a call to talk about how they were unhappy. I got on a call. I'm giving you like super specific examples. So I got on a call, you know, well, we want to build this person's personal brand. So we want more podcast interviews. Okay, great. We'll get her on more podcasts. But just so you know, because on our last call around the same time of the month, You wanted to see more direct ROI for your product. When we build a person's personal brand, yes, it helps sell the person's product, but it's a little slower of a process because we're just starting to build this person's personal brand. Yeah, 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 we understand, but she's great. We want to build her personal brand. Okay. So get that settled. Run the credit card payment. What do you know? Exactly a month later, there's an email and they're unhappy. Why are they unhappy? Because we're getting this person on podcast to talk about themselves and we're not selling enough of the product. Well, one, we don't sell your product. We earn you exposure in the media and that's what we're doing. And two, this is what you asked us to do on the last call. 
And then what do you know? The credit card fails a couple days later. And then they want to get on another call to talk about why they're not happy. This seriously happens. You will have to chase people for money. So when this happens, I tell my team, listen, stop working for this person. They're not paying us and we're not working for free. This is another reason why if you are a client of mine, you have to pay for September on September 1st. If you do not pay us on September 1st for the work we're going to do, we're not going to work. That is just something that we do. And this is why people are shady. They don't care if they have a contract in place. They don't. They don't do business ethically. And this example that I gave you, I did a little bit more Googling into the client's husband because the client's husband was the one who was always on the call and always unhappy. And let's just say what was found in the Google search was not surprising. I mean, it kind of was surprising because it was so shocking of, of certain things that I found in the way this person does business. But let's just say it's how they do business. They've been chased for money for years from a variety of people. And this is something that my team did not have to deal with. I just told them to stop working. They didn't have to deal with wasting time, the stress, paying the lawyer, which I'll get to, paying the lawyer for a demand letter when they stopped paying and stopped communicating. Like, it's a pain in the ass chasing people for money. And you can do everything in your power to not have to chase people for money. But like I said, even getting contracts, even automating payments, sometimes you still are chasing people for money. It's the worst part. One of the worst parts. Number two, firing people. This sucks. I don't, again, for me, if you listen to last week's episode on why freelancers are better than employees, it's not as tough when you fire a freelancer because you know they have other sources of income. So you don't feel as badly about it. But it is tough. It's not tough if they're not nice and they suck. That makes it easier. But in my experience, everybody has been nice. And it hasn't been a right fit. I shouldn't say they suck. That doesn't sound nice. Y'all know I'm blunt. It's not a good fit. <laughs> um, because they're just not hitting their goals. And they could not be hitting their goals because maybe it's the niche. Maybe it's the the client. Maybe they need another niche or another client. So before I fire anybody, I always see, are we doing the best to set you up for success? Am I, is my director of operations, are we doing everything we can to help you? And if we are, and if it's still not working out, then I got to let you go. Even though these are freelancers, and I know they have other things going on, it still sucks because I still pay them money. But I can't keep paying you because I don't want to fire you. I can't keep paying you if I can't afford to pay you. And I have learned over the years, it's just something you have to do quickly. When I started, I think I I fired my first person. And I shouldn't really say fire because I don't know if, I mean, whatever. Let my first person go about a year ago. And I remember I dragged the conversation on because I did not want to hurt the person's feelings. And that was not the way to do it. You just have to be short, sweet, and to the point. Some people like to be vague. They say, it's not a fit, so we're letting you go. Personally, I would like to know why it's not a fit. I I tell the people why it's not a fit. 
because I would want to know. Um, and that's that. Sometimes there's a bit of a warning, right? Like, okay, this isn't working out. What can we do to help you? Okay, this still isn't working out. If it's still not working out in a couple of weeks, we're going to have to let you go. But it's still making that call because usually it's a call. Um, it's almost never done over email. Um, I like Voxer. Sometimes I'll do it on Voxer just so you can hear my voice. The only time it's ever really done on email is if like you're working with one client and the client leaves or you leave and take a break and then, you know, you come back and there's not a spot there. I don't, I wouldn't consider that firing. It's just the industry. It's just the freelance industry, but firing people sucks. It just sucks because you're telling somebody something they don't want to hear and you don't want to do it, but you kind of have to do it. Third, the worst part about being a business owner, and this is something that if you have a team, I don't think the team fully understands, um, but it's the expenses. Like if I have a client paying me $1,000 a month and I'm paying you, say say you as a freelancer who don't know I have expenses, say, well, I want to get half of it. 500 for me, 500 for you. Well, yeah, the 500 is for you, but the 500 is not fully for me. Because I have a lot of expenses, um, especially more so when you have a team than if you're a solopreneur. But if you're a solopreneur, you also know you have expenses. Um, one of those expenses, which I alluded to when I was talking about chasing money, is having an attorney. I have an attorney look at all of my contracts. I have an attorney write my demand letters. That costs money. Um, I pay for software, lots of different softwares. I mean... It sounds like a little bit here and there, like, oh, 20 bucks a month for G Suite, $15 a month for Zoom, $10 a month for Calendly, Libsyn to host my podcast is $15 a month. Like, it sounds like a little bit, but let me tell you what, that little bit adds up to hundreds or thousands of dollars every single month. So the expenses, it sucks. And it's stuff that you have to take care of as a freelancer and a business owner. And if you have a team, sometimes they don't fully understand because they don't, they don't pay for those expenses. So if you do work with somebody um, and you are part of a team, keep that in mind that if they, if they pay, say, you know, if you, if you know a client is paying them $2,000 a month and you're getting seven fifty. dollars don't think the rest is going to the business owner because I promise you it's not. And other expenses are other people on the team. You know, like I had a salesperson for a very long time. She wasn't getting a percentage of what a client paid. She was getting a flat fee. My director of operations, I don't pay her based on what clients pay. I pay her a flat fee. So that comes out of my pocket and my expenses after I pay my team. The percentage of what the client pays. And if you need more insight on that, then go back and listen to episode 79 where I talk about my business model and how I pay my people. So the expenses suck. It'd be easier to just get paid by the client and keep all the money to do the job. But no, you have expenses. And if you have a team, you have lots of expenses. So those are my three things on Thursday. Why parts, the worst parts of being a business owner. Let me know what you thought. Send me a tweet. Follow me on Instagram. Tell me all about it. I am at Christina all day. I would love to connect with you on social. Some of you do reach out to me and I appreciate it. Thank you for the DMs on my Instagram. I see you. I see you. 
And I will see you next time for another episode of the Become a Media Maven podcast. Remember, the next one, we're talking about the best parts. Yay, the best parts of being a freelancer. But those are the worst.